Hey, what's good, people? It's your man Animal Brown checking in. Episode 304 of the On Deck TV podcast is here. We are talking about the XXL freshman class from 2014. Where are they now? Who was the biggest artist from there? Who's the most disappointing? Who surprised you the most? All right. That and a whole lot more. Uh, of course, this episode is brought to you by Bombade Lemonade Vodka. Okay. It's a black owned vodka company and it's the summertime. You need something cool to sip on during these hot summer days and nights. You want to know the best thing to mix this with? ice that's it we keep it straight simple pour that bombay lemonade vodka on ice and chill out visit bombadevodka.com and follow them on social media bombade vodka instagram and twitter all right now this episode is also brought to you by realville media group do me a favor go to realvillemedia.com check out all of the shows on the network all the shows on the network consist of first the fresh for dummies podcast jay hove animal brown give you the latest and greatest in fashion over there their new edition is going to be a mashup that consisted of all the guys from realville media make sure you check that out talk a little fashion on there amongst other things also fsp got a little cameo in there with my me and animal brown we did the draft lottery let y'all in on my sports knowledge oh yes i got it and also check out the YouTube and the Facebook pages and realvillemedia.com. We appreciate you listening. Support the real. Too easy. Hey, what it do with the business is? It's another week in the Books, it's the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, how does your boy Animal Brown? Animal underscore Brown, if you are looking for me on socials. I am Spike Lou on the same tweet blocks and IG streets. Holla at me. Absolutely. Producer M Extra was goody. It's your boy M Extra Spillage. M Extra 3 on all things <laughs> social media. That is M X T R A 3 on all things social media related. No E? Oh, shit. Put an E in there just for him. Put two E's in there just to fuck with <laughs> right. him. Don't put no E's at all. Uh, man, hey, I would ask what we all got into this weekend, but we all know. We had a big dog celebration in Atlanta, the first live show. Shout out to everyone who came out and celebrated 300 podcast episodes. That motherfucker was shaking. Yes, definitely a fun time getting to meet the people and have conversation and, and do some potting in front of people. That was definitely enjoyable, the 300 episode. We appreciate the people that came out. Shout out to Gold Bar Whiskey. Uh, definitely came through and showed out for us with the sponsorship. Also, shout out American Deli. Lemon pepper wet wings. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> Fire. ATL shit on deck. Would no you? cauliflower wings for your boy. It's all good, though. Appreciate y'all for looking out. You're welcome. Shout out to the whole Atlanta, too. We appreciate y'all. Yeah, we appreciate that, man. Look for many more events. Ooh. Real will be popping up on deck, popping up near you on deck on location, the road shows. Yeah, you got to let us know where y'all want us to come, man. I know a lot of people were in different parts of the country. They obviously couldn't make it to the A like they may have wanted to. Let us know, man. We'll pull up where y'all want us to come to, man. Holler us on Instagram and Twitter and, of course, Facebook, Rap Chat, as always. Yeah, invite us to your city so we can come pod with you. Absolutely. Yeah, I need these Delta uh, freaking flyer miles. <laughs> Did y'all get into anything else, though? I seen Ready Player One. Have y'all seen it? No, nah, but it looked dope though. That was fire. Ready? Uh, I ain't, huh? Is it in the theaters? No, nah, it's out on uh, HBO. I seen that in Twenty Second Block with Mark Wahlberg. I've heard about that too. Or something like that. I haven't seen it, but I've heard about it. Some slaw. Damn, Mark yeah, Wahlberg. The, he don't feel off the, though. The, the twist at the end was awful. So it was that. Pretty, I hate when they have evident twists on movies. Like, know yeah, what's going to happen. You love telling motherfuckers about the end of movies. <laughs> you're on you the verge of even, spilling it right you've then. You've never even heard of this movie, so you're but, not going to watch it. I'm not going to watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying. Ending uh, was awful. Though. But no, I, uh, Sunday was Father's Day. I uh, went out with the fam. Uh, took my dad to brunch. That's respectable. Yeah. Um, I ain't do much of shit. I chilled out. My voice was gone. Shout out to uh, Dead End Hip Hop, though. We recorded some stuff with them and uh, my homie Chris Platty. My voice was all the way hoarse, though, so I was uh, <laughs> a very short cameo. Uh, but shout out to those guys, though, doing it big. Yeah, shout out to the Dead End Hip Hop and Sports guys. I got to send it on a couple of their podcasts this weekend. I posted the link on the Twitch street, the tweet streets earlier today, so check that out, man. We got to talk AD trade and mm. a lot of good stuff. Shout out to that AD trade. Of course, that happened after we did our FSP, but mm -hmm. it's all to the good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we've got a lot of rap shit to get to, including revisiting this 2014 freshman class. 
But first, let's get to some of these topics, man. Let's talk Drake and Kendrick. Oh, excuse me, Drake and Cole. Um, they both dropped off two records in two very different ways over the weekend. Drake celebrated the Raptors championship win by releasing two joints, uh, while Cole released the first two songs off his highly anticipated Dreamville compilation. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, with Cole backing up his strong 2018 with a possibly stronger 2019 putting his crew on, how likely is it that we see a changing of the guard at the top of hip-hop? I think as far as hip-hop is concerned, then that place is there for the taking for Cole. Drake will, though, always be a bigger star because he's more pop. Uh, he's more in the pop lane, I would say, because he can't switch it up and give you a hotline bling, and I don't think that J. Cole is necessarily in that lane. But speaking specifically to hip-hop, it's about putting your crew on. It's about how many people come after you. I love what he's doing with Dreamville, the whole Dreamville pack, and, you know, he just kind of slid in the middle, let everybody else get off. Uh, we kind of mentioned this during 300 episode. It's, it's Like I said, it's about putting your crew on and other people, Dreezy, for example. All of these people are getting looks because of J. Cole, similar to, like, Rockefeller when Jay-Z was doing it. You had the whole looks and the state property and the Benny Seagulls and they, uh, everything that came with being the biggest rapper in the game. I think Cole is taking that blueprint that Hove had. He's got the talent, a lot more talent than most artists have under them in today's game. So I think that that's going to propel him to the top of hip-hop. But I think him and Drake are two different. They're in two different games. They're playing two different games. So uh, he'll never surpass Drake as far as popularity. Yeah, I, I get it. Like, uh Drake is in the in the driver's seat right now. But the thing is, I like the moves that Cole is making to put his team on. I think it's all going to rely on what this compilation album does. How does it sound? Will it ride out through the summer? Will it have bangers for the radio, for the club? What like what exactly would it sound like? Will it come out Friday and then everybody forgets about it Sunday? Like if it's one of those type of projects, like his previous two were, because I don't remember this much hype coming into the Revenge of the Dreamers 1 and 2. So if he can capitalize off of what he has built from the invitations online to now the teasing videos on Instagram and having some fairly big-name people on there with different producers, as long as he can capitalize it in a quality matches this hype, then maybe we could see something because J. Cole is still supposed to drop this year. He's still supposed to drop the solo joint, the fall off or whatever the hell it was supposed to be called. You know the name of it. Man. Something <laughs> like that. All fall, fall off. It's called the fall off. You had it right. Yeah, something like that. As long as he can kind of build on top of what they're what they're doing with the compilation. But it all, it all starts with the compilation. If this is just some little cool Nothing else matters after that, then. It, Drake is going to come through with a summer banger and wash out everything underneath him like he does every year. Well, for me, I feel like it depends on the criteria as you look at uh, success. We all know Drake is a more popular artist. He's marketed more. You see him on games. Cole is not that. Cole's more of an extrovert. Uh, introvert. introvert. I mean, man, let me fix it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> introvert. Uh, and... Um, that's just not his style. But as far as success in music, uh, Lou mentioned Jay-Z. I think you're the most popping artist when other people can eat from your moves. And um, I feel like Cole is doing that more with like not only his artists, but just other artists in general. This Dreamville compilation is going to be filled with other people. If it's if it's the first two singles are indicative of anything to come, they're going to be filled with other artists outside of Dreamville as For well. sure. So whenever you put artists... Uh, who don't really get much shine on a, a broad, a big stage, and a courtesy of your platform? For me, that makes you a wide reacher and, and a, a larger artist in my eyes. I think, uh, of course, you're going to be popular because yeah. pop radio. Drake has, you know, pop songs. You know, it's just that's just what it is. For but, sure. Um, for my criteria, I feel like Cole. And the question is, is he positioning himself? I think he's he's positioning himself to uh, overcome because I don't see. I mean, we don't hear much from OVO at all. Uh, but outside of Drake. Right. Um, thank you for that four-page letter. Yeah. Um, but I think Drake may be a two – I think Drake actually might be too big of an artist to have somebody under him to be successful. That doesn't make any sense. No, yeah, no because you look at Jay-Z and people used to look at Memphis Bleak. When he crowned or when he told people this is the next guy, this is my right-hand man – People had super duper high expectations for Memphis Bleak, and he could never live up to him. I think the Drake umbrella is similar. His shadow is too big. I think the cream of the, the cream rises to the top. So I just feel like Drake doesn't have the talent on his roster that that, that you would say could be a follow up to him. Now, if he had a, a Benny Siegel per se then I think that there would be someone that could follow up to him. I just don't think that he selects talented rappers. I'm not sure why that is. I do agree with you on the quality that J. Cole has to provide, but I don't question if he can do it or not. Just based off his recent streak of 
the features that he's put out there, the the artists that he signed, I think that he takes a lot more uh, an in-depth approach to signing artists. I think that the people that signed to him are, like, you look at them and they say Dreamville, with, from Boz to Earth Gang, whatever it may be, like, they, they speak J. Cole. I look at OVO and I'm like, I, I don't know what... I don't. I actually don't even know what any of them look like, to be honest. Or I don't know what any of Dreamville people I don't, look like. I don't. Know, I never see them or hear about them. I would say then, like even not to know what they look like. I never hear about them. I never really hear them making noise. And maybe because most of it's most of it's R and B, which goes back to my point as far as Drake being more popular and just going to be able to maintain that pop lane, won't have to worry about a team. And J. Cole, in that case, will probably surpass him because he's going to be shuffling people out throughout the year, and I think the quality is going to hold But up. what stars are on Dreamville, though? You need a star. This, you need just a, like, just like we, at least a starter. Let me say that. If you got a she roster, is. you need a starter-worthy player. But you, you, you have yeah. to, similar to the Self-Made series with MMG. For like sure. It made stars from that album. Exactly. I, I feel like the, the guys, Meek, of course, he had a name. Wale, of course, they had bit, names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when that series of self-made came out, all MMG, and by the third one, by the time like they had everything cohesive, it was a major drop. It was a major artist, and I think that's what pushed Wale, and that's what pushed Meek to be bigger stars. Same thing I feel like will happen in the same pattern on the third one for the Boz, for J.I.D., for Earth Gang. They're going to take an ascension to stardom. Yeah, and the thing with that MMG shit, though, that, that, that's a good comparison. They had solo records that stood on their own. Like, Meek, I mean, Meek had Tupac back, which was a banger. That was a mm -hmm. solo Meek Mill banger on MMG's compilation. Uh, while they had 600 bins, like, they, they had bangers on a solo tip. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have to rely on Ross coming in and saving them on a song <laughs> or anything of that nature. You need, J.I.D. needs a solo banger on this album and doesn't need the assistance of J. Cole to have a 16 at the end that saves it and is the only reason that it gets clocked. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like Those dudes are individual stars. I don't know if Dreamville works that way or if they work better as a collective and they don't necessarily have any solo acts well, that I could mean, work. Uh, if I disagree. I, I mean, J.I.D. album was good. Yeah, 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 his album was, was cool. Last year. So I, that was cool. I, I don't think that they would have the same formula as an MMG they with know, the yeah. exception of, uh, like I say, the rollouts with the three the albums. I don't think that J.I.D. will never probably have like a hit. It took Cole long enough to come up with what? a hit. So I don't think that that I don't think that that's in the playbook for Dreamville as far as we need a Tupac back or we need a I'm the boss. What they need is somebody that's gonna bar you down to death and give you good projects, and I think that's what those guys are going to do, and that's what's gonna gain them popularity. That won't get them bigger. That won't get him bigger than Drake, though. I mean, that's gonna get well if they're successful. I ain't talking about J Cole. I'm talking about Boz. I'm talking about JID. They can be average at best, but him having average at best artists that could spit speaks to what. I feel like J. Cole represents not a, I'm a boss or like Tupac back. No, but Jid has that in him, though. He has Possibly. That. Yeah, and Boss can rap too from from Queens. I mean, rapping to make a hit's different, though. Well, I know. True. Let me finish. But Jid has that hit capability. That's why if you, any, if you do any analysis of Dreamville, everybody says the same thing. Jid has that capability. I mean, at least Earth Gang had a record on the radio, though. The, the one with them and Young Thug. That oh, got some tick. That's hard. I'm not speaking of Earth Gang, that uh, I think it's Venus, Lord Venus. He killed <laughs> this last, that last verse on that, uh, on that um, down bad. He murdered that. Lord Venus, Venus. murdered that. You see what I'm saying? It you mean anything. If you, you, you always, it's, it's you funny. rely on niggas named Lord Venus to take it's you funny. past you Drake. About, you talk about bars, but when they give them to you, you be like, oh, well, he's not that popular. I mean, I don't care who's popular. <laughs> I just want to hear good music. Fair enough. We'll see, man. That shit should be dropping any day now. That shit better be fired, too. Um, moving on, man. Irv Gotti, your man, is back with a second season of his original series, Tales. Um, if you didn't know, it's an anthology series uh, that transforms classic hip-hop songs into visual narratives. Now, the first episode of the new season is actually supposed to have a brand new, never-before-heard Kanye record. After a so-so season one, does that make you more interested in watching season two? Not the Kanye record at all. I had to uh, go look at the rest of the songs to uh, see what they were doing. And they got some interesting titles. I just feel like the Earth God is doing this all wrong. As I'm looking at the producers on this, man, he need a better team of people to put the story out. Because I feel like the making a a uh, a story out of the song titles and have it tying in with the song that's a dope idea. But I don't think that it's being executed correctly when you had like especially last season. Last season was awful. Yeah, it was. And, like it, it just wasn't 
put together well, and I don't think that it does justice to the idea that he's had. And so I, I'm not going to be looking forward for him in the sense of production yeah. or I'm going to check for it the first day that it drops. But it is an interesting idea. And, and some of the songs in which they do it this year, Mind Playing Tricks on Me by Ghetto Boys, right. Nas Gave You Power, Lil Uzi Vert, Exo Tour Life, mm-hmm. Bodak Yellow, and Triple uh, X and X Tashiyan Moonlight. So it, yep. they're interesting takes, I feel like, that you can take from all of these songs. And I would like to see what he would do with it. I just wish that there were better directors yeah, and, t- tackling the stories. And see, here's the problem with season one. Um, so first of all, I gave it about two and a half episodes. And I was <laughs> I was all the way out of there. Like, it just, it just wasn't very good. And then the songs that he chose... That there were songs that had, you know, somewhat twist in it. He had the biggie story to tell. But there's nothing to look forward to because we already know how that story ends. So me watching it on TV, it, it means nothing. I know exactly where the story's going. There's no twist. There's no way to really stick the landing if I already know how it looks. Now this, you named a couple of these titles, uh, Bodak Yellow, Moonlight, even Mary J, My Life. Those are fairly open-ended. open-ended. You can have a just a really creative story you know, to put to that. I don't know where these are going. Yeah. So now this is a little more intriguing. Yes, he does need better filmmakers, better cinematographers, oh, better directors. He need, uh, So maybe in addition to, maybe he woke up, smelled the coffee, and was like, let me stop trying to do these songs that tell stories already because we know how those end. Let's get some stories, let's get some songs that are more open-ended and we can craft a, an original tale to go with that. So maybe he heard us. He probably did. Shout out to you, Irv, if you heard us. Uh, but I got to give him props, though. How the hell he bamboozled BT to give him a season say, two is mind-blowing. That happened. That show was they terrible. Got, they got bad TV anyway, though. Like, terrible. Nothing yeah. on BT. BT's original program is Basura. Yeah, yeah it's trash right oh now. Uh, they really didn't have a lot of options other than bringing him back. That's bananas, <laughs> man. They need to holler at your boy. Yeah. Um, but because he'll listen, watching him on uh, Breakfast Club the other day with him and Ja Rule. He'll sell you anything. He'll make anything sound fire. It like I, so I get him getting into the boardroom and bamboozling season one. I can see that. How the fuck he pulled out season two from this is mind blowing. Earth got it. One of the best creators of his generation, as far as all the stuff that he was behind, uh, musically acts, all of that stuff. So I, I understand BT giving him a second season, but I'm just looking at it all like of the the eight episodes yet last year you had five different directors you should take one person's vision and go throughout the scene or the series with it and i feel like it would be more cohesive and people would like flock to it more well, but spreading this stuff all around and having it written by different people i feel like that's what takes away from it to make the stories not hit or impact as hard i mean i mean you go to any series there's multiple directors all the time so i don't think it's just not it's just not written well. Like you said, the cinematography was bad. The acting is bad. <laughs> I mean, it's just. He's trying to make it like Twilight Zone, and I yeah. get it. You know what I'm saying? Or like, uh, what's the one on Netflix? Um, the weird Black one. Mirror. Like Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. You know what I'm saying? But those are those are shot well. And they have money behind it. You can tell yeah, the difference. Production value was crazy on it. I know Irv. I know. I, I get it. I get it. I know. you. We don't want to just try it. We get it. We You don't have the same bag that they have. We understand <laughs> that. But something's got to give, man. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check out the first episode for the Kanye song, and then uh, that's the, that's the least that I got for it. Like yeah. if that shit ain't hit on nothing, I'm completely out of there. I'm interested to see what the Migos episode with Slippery gonna be about. Yeah, that's what that's, I'm saying. That's, that's well, I, I, I don't get that. Yeah, I don't know I don't what the know. fuck. Story to Bodak that. Yellow. Yeah. Or that one. I'm sh- they gonna, don't even know what they talking about. Probably gonna songs. involve a stripper in a club. Yeah, yeah, it gotta be. Now it, the 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 one that should be a layup is my mind playing tricks on me. Yeah. You should be able to body that. Yeah, I think though. that one in there, like you said, that Mary. That's easy. Well, the Nas gave you power. That and should that be and Mary J. My life. All three of those see, should be really good. And you see the difference between those artists and the Migos and Cardi. But I digress. Well, I know he just picked well, a particular yeah. song though. You well, know, yeah, I think the 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 I'm for the show. Nah, yeah, I mean, I, I get well, it. Well, he's going with popular. What's popular? The most viewed episode last year came from probably the most. Well, I wouldn't say most unexpected, but it was Trap Queen, which was probably the most popular song that they done. So that's why he probably commercially. Did the yeah. But even Trap Queen had a uh, had a something. It had a. Uh, you, you, I mean, it's got a narrative to yeah, it. Yeah, all I'm saying is that the popular song probably got them the most views, so that's why they went with Bodak yeah, Yellow. Yeah, I mean, it's a narrative from that from the exactly. jump. Bodak Yellow, we don't know what the fuck she's talking about. How did he get a Kanye song, though? I don't know. How, I didn't even know he knew Kanye. He can sell you anything. You know that's, a good, that's a good point. You don't think he knows Kanye West? I mean, no, I mean, like, personally. Again, do you know who Irv Gotti is? Yeah, yeah. They, they, his run was over with by the time Kanye got on. So I'm like, when did they cross paths? Oh, come on. 
Marcus Irv. He was dealing with Def Jam and, sure. and Rockefeller. Def Jam. He sure yeah. was. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, all right, moving on. Let's keep it in New York, man. Nas. Uh, before hitting the road with Mary J this summer on tour, Nas announced his first children's book. All right. His goal is to, quote, keep children of all backgrounds fully rec- realize their potential by tapping into their creativity in new and innovative ways, end quote. Um, we all know Nas' side hustle game is strong. Why does he often get overlooked when we talk hip-hop businessmen discussions? I don't think that's Nas' bag. I don't think that he's ever been a person to put it out there, even with his rap skills. Like, as, as good, as skilled as Nas is, he's never been the one to boast and say, I'm the best. Like, the, the Biggie, Jay-Z, and Nas line comes from Jay-Z. Like, Nas has never been the one to come out there and say, you know, put him, put himself where people place him. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Uh, I think the humbleness has a lot to do with it. And he's worth $60 million and Jay-Z's worth a billion. So I think when you start talking about cash cows, people forget Nas, and then they look up the numbers and they're like, Oh, and they try to dismiss it, but sixty million is a lot of money. He has Queensbridge investment firms. He's been doing investments since two thousand and what eleven, mm. and they've uh, did over forty companies. They've invested over, made over one point two billion dollars uh, as far as for the company. So I think that it's just because he doesn't get out here and say it. He doesn't tell his PR person, "Hey, tell them that I'm doing this so I can be on Forbes." I don't think that that's Nas's lane. I think that he's more secu- secure in playing the background, and and that's where he. You know, excels at. Yeah, Nas. Nas is not a good salesman for himself. Um, he's not a Puff. You know what I'm saying? He's not a J. He's not a, even a Ti for that matter. He rarely does interviews. He never really toots his own horn. So you, he's out of sight, out of mind when it comes to the business ventures. Until we get an article like this that pops up when it talks about him owning a clothing store, or him owning his own clothing line, or him owning a food, you know, I'm saying a restaurant in Cali, or you know, every three to seven months, a Nas owns something will pop up, and we'll go, oh shit, that's right. Nas is out here baking the cake when it comes to these investments and shit. He was an investor in Lyft, Dropbox, Rap Robin team. Hood. Casper. Like, he's cooking with hot grease, but he, bro, when is the last time you've watched Nas on anything? But that, I think that's the beauty of it. And it goes back to what you said earlier in the episode about popularity. Nas doesn't give a damn about that. No, and clearly. if I'm a businessman, I'll do the same thing. I don't care about people knowing. And I don't, and there's a funny shot that you took at Jay talking to somebody I don't have my PR person call up Forbes. <laughs> that didn't happen. It's <laughs> not, but, well, actually, that's not a shot. I'm stating but, the fact. That's how they get the information. Yeah, Jay didn't, Jay don't. Jay moved in I'm, silence, contrary I'm, to proper belief as well. He's just bigger. But that's, that's part of his thing. brand is my point. Yeah, part nobody, of his brand is being a billionaire. I guarantee his therefore, PR person didn't call it for it. Therefore, his PR team takes care of it. I guarantee they didn't, he didn't, they didn't call it for Well, specifically, it. no. But the presentation <laughs> is we want Jay-Z I'm to be a billionaire. Your, I'm just talking about your company. I think but I'm just saying, specific. but Nas moves in silence. And I'm okay with that. If I had over $40 million, I wouldn't want nobody to know it all either. They will have to find out through the media. But it's just in, in, in hip-hop, that's a competitor sport. Well, and it's, a, it's a braggadocious sport. So Nas can talk shit, though. He'll pop his shit off on record. But yes, he just he doesn't really do it on like DJ Khaled style, holding up on Snapchat all day long, talking about shit he got going on. Right. But that's what we forget, though. Nobody's saying that that's the right or the wrong way to play it. The reason is why does he get overlooked? That's yeah, the answer. Because he doesn't put it out there. Because he doesn't put it out there. Yeah, it out there. Like, that, that's just a fact. Yeah. Like, Especially at this point in time in his career. Like at 40, 40 plus, like Nas doesn't have to put it out there. Nah, nah, he ain't got to do none like, of that, that shit. That, that ain't a part of his brand. Nah, so, nah, nah. It, actually, it'd be strange if he did. Exactly. It wouldn't even look right. We'd be looking right, like, well, the right. fuck wrong why with him? Why would you do that? Yeah. Uh, but the children's book is dope. It's called I Know I Can. Um, that's super cool. I'm interested. I, I love that idea. I wonder why he, went, he chose that lane, though. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of money in children's You can make a lot of money. Oh, money yeah. I, I wouldn't know. That's a ton you of see money the mayor in of Baltimore. Beer. Yeah. Who? The mayor of Baltimore. Uh-uh. You didn't see what she did? Like, she was funneling her children book through the city, and she got arrested for it, but she made, like, over a million-something dollars just funneling children books. She was making people buy her children book as the mayor of the of Baltimore. Yeah, I think, like, making oh, the school I contracts or every mm-hmm. school. Yeah, she, if, you, if you went to the school, you have oh, to that buy that. That was smart. Book. But I just. That was illegal. <laughs> that was and smart. She, and she disappeared after that. So they don't even know. I don't even think they caught her yet. But Damn. with that being said, children's books, you can generate a lot of money. Yeah. And they're very, uh, from what I hear, it was. Arian Foster has someone on there that did that. They're very easy to write. Like, it's a very exactly. easy thing to do, and you can mass produce them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Think of all those simple titles. The boy went home. The right. book is blue, or whatever it may right. be. You can like run those. But how do you stand people. out from everybody? You else? have good illustration. Yeah, good uh, illustration. Uh, you choose yeah, a lane. Yeah, choose and a lane. Be specific yeah. too. And I know like I can't think about black it. kids, girls, yeah. whatever it may be. 
Think about it with Nas. I know I can. When that song came out, he had the kids in the video. For sure. It's black kids. You, you, it's a target demographic. These kids from undeserved areas didn't have the same opportunities, but you can do it. Right, right, right. So here it is. And that song was like in 01. Yeah, I'm surprised he brought that One back. One of the best records ever. Oh, my God. Um, from a motivational standpoint. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up. motivational records does he have? <laughs> one? That one? <laughs> Thank you for sending specifics. <laughs> Uh, before we get to this music break, man, let's talk the Source magazine. Um, they are have launched their inaugural The Future issue, mm. springboarding off of their unsigned hype section. The Future issue will look at artists who they believe will dominate the charts, business, and culture of hip-hop for the next few years. The first person on the cover, A Boogie with the Hoodie. Um, is this too and close to XXL's freshman class, or is there room for both? It's a double cover, little baby on one of them too. Okay, shout um, out. It's it's room for both, just because you can have two different approaches as to how you do this, and they're going to be breaking them down into three areas: advanced, intermediate, and newly signed. So they're going to kind of give you categories as opposed to just throwing the eleven people up there. So I think that helps a lot mm -hmm. as far as why we're even considering this person, what they have in their past. I don't know that XXL does a great job at doing that. What XXL does is, hey, these are the people that have been bubbling. You should have heard of them. Here they go. We right. got them. I think the source is going to do a, a better job at presenting people that you may not have known and giving you the avenue to go check them out. So for that example, for that extreme alone, I like it. Uh, but it, it's definitely biting, and it's easier to duplicate something once it's been done. So. Absolutely. I'm actually surprised it took someone this long to, to, do it, to exactly. bite them. They've been doing this as well, 07. So now finally the source 12, 13 years late um, mm -hmm. is finally doing their version of it. But to be fair, Unsigned Hype came before XXL's freshman class. So right. they've been doing a and, version of this. Right, and this is an extension of the Unsigned Hype. It, for, let me uh, One thing clear, though. Are they still doing paper magazines or is this digital content only? Because I, I haven't seen – I'm trying to think the last time I saw a source magazine at the grocery store. That's a great question. I, like That's bananas if they're still doing the hard copies. But anyway, it's a good idea, and there's room for both. There's there's okay – it's okay to have competition. Uber has Lyft. Coke has Pepsi. Like There's always going to be someone at the top going against the other person. So I'm here for this. I, I'll definitely check it out, see who they have predicting uh, that will be successful in the next five years. I don't think it will have the same impact as the freshman class has had nope. uh, because double X Cell does the full rollout. They've got the big dog photo shoot. They've got the uh, ciphers. They've got the interviews. The Vanessa from XXL always goes to the Breakfast Club to break down who got picked, why they got picked, who got snubbed. They've even got the the voter thing where you can vote the last pick in. Like they've got that down to a science. It's probably time to switch it up a little bit. But you know, from 07 to present day, they've been doing a fairly good job of it until people started turning that shit down. Yeah. Then it kind of that kind of waters it down a little bit, and then politics plays a part as well. So if, if the source can stay out of the politic yeah. side of it, then maybe they have a better chance of being successful. Yeah, and they were doing all those things, but I still don't think that they were as transparent as people wanted them to be because people would wonder, due to the politics, how one person was on there over another. And I think that's kind of what took away from it and them making bad selections throughout the year. So if the source can be more transparent with what they're doing and, and have that reasoning like in print or wherever they <laughs> issue this magazine, Shit. Uh, I think that that would be a, a, a check for them. Uh, so to be selected for the future issue, your music is ringing off in the hottest clubs, okay. blasting from the cars, and lighting up the airways. Shout out oh. to DJ. That sounded like Open a 90s <laughs> quote. Opening from the car. Man. Yeah. Opening a spectrum and covering multiple degrees of exposure, the future issue will break down artists into three areas advanced, intermediate, and newly signed. So, I mean, I, th I think it's a and good that's idea. That's not bad, though. Yeah. I ain't mad at it. And it's, it's going to be 30 artists. God, oh my yeah. God. I like how they. 30? 30 artists. I like that's how they. Trash. 30 new artists. Yeah, I like how they took the idea from the freshman class and, and expanded it. So, I'm not mad at how they expanded it. 30 artists is 30. trash, though. Yeah, we don't know. Man. 30 brand new artists. That makes me think it's payola involved That's good for at that the artists, point. Though. Nah, I'm, I mean, I'm happy for it. Once of I get those, to like the 12th, of I'm those like, 30, how many you think that you would walk away and be like, I'm going to listen to their projects? I, I would say prob the advanced, the, those you that group, already know all those of them. are going to be the ones that I know. Once like I Meg, get to the ones I don't like know, Meg the Stallion, yeah, the Baby, but, stuff like that. But once you get to the, I think they need to skip the intermediate. They need advanced and they need the under whatever the third one was. Mm. The intermediate, nah, no, I don't think so because they need to skip signed, that. Newly the newly signed. signed, they need to have that one. I, I like the intermediate because you have a lot of artists that go under the radar, like. 
Think about it. Think how many dope artists that people don't know about. Like we did, we did the interview with uh, Scenario. Shout out to the Scenario Radio Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I mentioned Nick Grant, he's a, he would be intermediate, and he's fire. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, nah, he is. I, I fuck with him. I can respect that. So more exposure. That's all I'm saying. Thirty artists is trash. Don't I stand by that? When it's all said and done, what was the better magazine, Source or Double XL? The Source. Really? Tough. Cause I mean, cause we st- we have adapted their uh. Even their their five mics, mics rank, clear. I think the ratings the the five class. mics rating it put them over XXL. Yeah, I think it's still, I think longevity is the is the the biggest key to that. So I don't know if I can say the source when they took it's over. It's huge still hit. popping right now. Mm. Is it popping? Well, I mean, it's, uh, popping it's for a sti- magazine. Well, I mean, it's still not, in print not more apparently. Than <laughs> so I don't know about who won that. I don't know. I, that's I a toss up. Yeah, I would say the source. Um. All right, man. Music break. Uh, yeah, and before we get into this music break, I want to make a quick edit. It is not Lord Venus. It is Johnny Venus okay. from Dreamville, so let's make that clear. It's equally slow. Uh, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Drake has somebody named Majid Jordan on that. <laughs> anyway, um, this music break comes from Benny the Butcher featuring uh, Pusha T. It's called 18 Wheeler. Check it out. It's dope. Yes, sir. First time I ever cooked the deuce, I got a foe away from it. Stabbed it in a pot so many times, they think OJ done it. If me and Push would have linked back when I was a dealer, that's an 18 willow to my town from Virginia. Enough glitter on my neck and make my ex bitch bitter. I put up to the checks, pushing the legs like I'm jigger uh, to really make these type of checks. I took my chances when I was scrambling, but I no license. Yes, I really took those type of risks. I'm laughing at indictment threats. Huh. I used to sell O's, but now I outsell shows to the feds. The trail cold. When I was locked, never called, but I used to send mail home. I got close homies caught in new cases on jail phones. Velcro strapped and clip, got a curve like an elbow. She counting up when a bitch got the 50, a nail broke. They talking racks, but my plug bring it back on a sailboat. And I flooded my corner right after the scale. Bro, that's your bitch, but I'm not a nigga, she tell no. Yeah. Cause you got the bitch fly, but it wasn't Chanel. No. Nothing like uh. you new gangsters pointing guns at the camera. Never. I bet you niggas practice in the mirror, brick of money to your earlobe. Six picks, same. We are back. That was Benny the Butcher and Pusha T, 18 Wheeler. How you feel about it? I'm always feeling that type of music. Pusha and uh Benny. I like Benny. I like everything that Push. he did last year. Push murdered it. So. Oh my God. Shout out to Push, man. Oh, my God. No, that song was cool. Um, I want to know how long before that sound gets stale. Because Benny, the Griselda, okay, now that that would preserve it because they're not just putting out crazy amounts of content. But West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher, Conway, they all use that exact same production. How long before that gets stale? That's what I'm saying. The same way that Dipset, Spared Up, Chipmunk sound got stale fairly quickly because they were so reliant on it. I don't know. I, I don't want them to be reliant. I want them to switch it up production-wise eventually before it gets too uh-huh. late. They need to be like the Patriots and get rid of that shit a year earlier than a year late. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I think their styles are so different because I like Benny better than all of them. Mm, I like Conway um, better can't, than all of them. Some of them I can't sit through the whole thing. I, I Like, I... I Benny, to me, I can sit through a whole project. Some of them, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I can, I gotta come, I gotta be in the mood, I gotta come back to this. <laughs> and I think it's kind of way. I, I have to be in the. I have, I don't know, it's something about his voice. He hard. Yeah, I'm hot at you. Um, all right, moving on. The 2014 freshman class. Where are they now? Now this time of the year, we always get that double XL freshman class cover. It's probably gonna drop. Fuck around, drop tonight as we're recording this, of course. But it should be dropping any day now, and it got us thinking, man. Let's revisit one of these previous classes. 2014, it's got a lot of big names on it, got a lot of rappers going through some things on here. So let's break this down, man, of who's most successful, who disappointed us the most, and who was your probably most surprising artist from this list. Now, there's 12 artists on here. Um, got Chance the Rapper, Ty Dolla Sign, August Alsina. Lil Durk, Kevin Gates, Troy Ave, Vic Mensa, John Connor, Isaiah Rashad, Rich Homie Quan, Jaron Benton, and Lil Bibby. Jaron Benton. Exactly. Ooh. Now, all out of these 12 freshman class, and shout out to that too. This was actually the one and only time they did 12 artists, and this was also the one and only time they had two R&B artists. Um, who on this list to you would you consider the most successful? Uh, at this current state, being that we're waiting on a Chance album, even though he's probably the most uh, 
popular from this list, I'm gonna go Gates. Mm. I think that Gates is a consistent force every time he drops. He has a fan base that's consistent. Like I was surprised that he went gold or whatever it may be on his last album. Right. Because I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't frequent his music. I like. I go back to Luca Brasi. The last time that I was like really into Gates, uh, but. Just looking over the numbers and the sales, I think that Kevin Gates will be the most successful, and you can depend on when he drops it, he's gonna like do numbers. Like even with his last mixtape that just came out, For I think sure. that that's doing fairly well. Uh, so I think that Kevin Gates has a fan base. Usually, Baton Rouge artists do have a fan base that they hold on to. NBA Young Boy, Lil Boosie, and they're able to take that and turn it into bigger numbers. So I'm gonna go with Gates. Man, I, it's tough because he does have a hit. And only because, though, I say that, I would go Chance if Chance right, album right. had came out. Chance album hasn't came out yet. In he years. still called that thing, <laughs> he still called his last album a mixtape. Right. So we're waiting on the official release which should be around the corner for his debut album. So I can't call him more successful than Gates if he ain't got a debut album. I, I can call him more successful in yes. terms of being in the public eye. Facts. But musically, that's, that's fair because Kevin Gates has had a hit with two phones. Um, Chance has had a hit with him and Wayne. Uh, obviously, Rich Homie had maybe two hits. How many? How many Atlanta natives? Uh, he had about two hits. Yeah, at least two. Yeah, so a couple Rich games. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I slick almost want to say Rich Homie musically is the most um, successful because he had the most amount of hits. Like, and again, he takes a big hit for longevity, though, right? Yeah, yeah, that's tough. And then also, he fucked up the Biggie line at the at the, at the once a day. It. That's what started the downfall, right there. <laughs> nah, it was before that. <laughs> the downfall that was got the, him out of there. Started it. Yeah, like, oh man, <laughs> his business like, decision what? started his, his downfall. Uh, but yeah, now nah, he's successful. He's got a couple of joints, but I, I gotta go Chance. I'm really capping. It's Chance yeah, the rapper. Um, he's got the biggest profile out of all of these, and. To your point, you saying he hasn't even dropped his album yet, and he still has the biggest profile. Mm-hmm. So when he does drop, he'll get the, he'll get accolades with it. It'll probably be critically acclaimed. He'll probably get the Grammy looks and all that bullshit. So he is on a bigger platform um, than the other ones. If we're talking success, so would you say Chance? Who you who you thinking? Yeah, I got Chance. I mean, this man made six million off a hat. For God's sake, something. <laughs> <laughs> no, and we're talking about success. That's what it is. Forgot about that damn hat. The three. What does the three mean? Somebody put me on it. I don't know. I can't remember. He explained it um, on another show that will remain nameless, but <laughs> um, it's something to do. I can't exactly. Remember. I don't want to misquote know. it. I don't want to misquote it. I don't follow him, so I don't know. I think his music is trash. Mm. Um, Whoa! What? Yeah, I just don't like his voice. That's it. You can't understand it. You don't respect that. Don't his like voice it. is an acquired taste. Um, who would you say would you say is the most disappointing uh, oh. on this list? First of all, the three stands for I've rationalized it to myself that it sounds for the third. It stands for the third mixtape, the Holy Trinity and the three pronged family of myself, my daughter, and my girl. Ain't that a chance answer? That's is that wagger. is that totally that's a chance? Trash. That's one million percent a chance, chance answer to that three. Ch- Jesus, I mean chance. That's why I don't like this music. <laughs> But, hey, that's uh, why you don't like his music. His yeah. music, hey, that, his take was hard. I like his music though. Yeah. Uh, his last take was hard. Most disappointing. Yeah, man, I'm gonna have to go. I don't even know who Jaron Benton is. I don't even know why. Yeah, he was why on the this, West Coast. I'm surprised this guy has a Wikipedia link. I never <laughs> heard of him <laughs> anymore after this. He uh, was linked with Tech Nine, wasn't he? If I'm not mistaken, from he Kansas City. Beto- yeah, it says he was between labels until 2018 when he signed to Rock Nation. Ah, uh, okay. So he's allegedly on Rock Nation. And Is he a writer? In 2013, no. he dropped a debut studio album, My Grandma's Basement, which had positive critical reviews. It debuted at 152 on Billboard he's 200. He's from here, too. And he's from Decatur. Yeah. I know who that is. I sure you. Now, he was, he was, he was funny. He used uh, to be with Hobson a lot. Uh, um, he, he, he was on his little label or whatnot. Or he was with, he was label mates with Hobson. Oh, no, this not him. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jerry Ben. That's the easiest to go. Uh, I just don't. Oh, no, this not who I I think that they probably, I don't know if it was a fan voting, the politics that we were speaking of earlier, but just That's possible. looking at, this this is a good freshman class. Like everyone on here really can stand for themselves and say I at least around that time or right after that time made an impact in the game with the exception of this guy. So now, I'm going to go with him. I, th- there's four or five candidates on this list that could be most disappointing. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I, there's a layups on here. Troy Ave is a layup to go most disappointing. I skipped over. I he blacked out on mine. He's he's, he's redacted on mine. He came out like, the he door. Ain't even on the, he came out the door with that New York City still, right? album. It's redacted. Nigga redacted the hell out of it. Redacted is hilarious. Tour. That New York City album was fire. He had Promise. He had T.I. wanting to sign him. He had 50 trying to co-sign him. Mm-hmm. Like, he had a lot of Promise, and he 
that was a time when New York was dumb, quiet, and they needed somebody to wave that flag. He came just, in perfect time. He, he came in perfect time and just dropped the ball. Yeah. He, he fucked blew it up. He started smelling himself. He, he, blew it. He, he started smelling himself, and people weren't really fucking with him like that. So I could go him. I could go Lil Durk, who's got who's on trial right now for his life. You better not take mine. Uh, nah, nah, nah. I'm going to leave that one up. That's well, all you. But Lil Durk's situation is bananas. Yeah, it is. I don't think that they going to. He going to get off of it, in my opinion. They said he got video, allegedly. I ain't full of shit. And a witness. They full of shit. They full of shit with the video. Yeah, he better hope so. I don't think that video gonna come. Anyway, I don't. I I feel like if they had video, then why am I telling his attorney and stuff now for them to prepare a defense for it? Like that would be something that just hit them in court unless it came out in discovery. Mm. And I don't think that his attorneys would say that we have video of him doing it. So I don't know how that even come out. So I don't think that that's gonna affect him. And our witnesses ain't much on the case. Now, I, little dirt got money to spend on right. this case. So I, I feel like he's gonna be fighting for a long time to get off of it, but he's gonna get off of it, and then he'll have a whole redemption story that comes with it. Yeah. You say eyewitnesses aren't much in a case? No. Look it up. <laughs> eyewitnesses are the least reliable source of uh No, no. Well, I evidence. get what you're saying overall, but... If somebody if you has, get what I'm saying, if you, wrong, no, what are you if, talking about? If somebody sees you walk up to me and shoot me, and it's, it's, they're eyewitness, that's very, that's very. That's, 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 no, it's not because they're gonna go to court like a year and a half, two years later, and I'm gonna have a good lawyer. They're gonna, poke say, holes in it. they're gonna say, "Are you sure it was him? Okay, yeah, what'd anyway. you do exactly when he got shot?" But that's going down a rabbit hole. It's, it's the reason why sure. people say no witness, no crime. If they have witnesses, they're, they're just look it up. Okay. Eyewitnesses are not reliable. All right. I'm glad y'all have ID discovery <laughs> on the cable uh, package. No, nah, but um, I'm going to go for most disappointing. I'm going to go John Connor. Uh, Detroit. <laughs> what? Is he coming from Detroit? No, nah, nah, it's because he's cold and he was signed to Dr. Dre and still ha- hasn't put out shit. You know when Dr. Dre co-signs you because he rarely does this. He rarely comes out the house. But when he co-signs you, you're looking like, okay, this dude got to be nice. And John Connor is stupid nice. He Dumb, nice. His mm. mixtapes were hard. Y'all check out the ones where he went over all J beats. He's got one where he went over all Kanye beats. Like, dude is cold. And for him to not have done anything since this damn freshman class cover, it, like, I'd be hot at Dre. I'd be hot at whoever, TDE, fuck it, just by association. What the fuck are y'all doing? Where is John Connor at, dude? Like, dude is cold. Y'all check out John Connor Freestyles. And check him out. That is disappointing when Dre has a cosign of you and he doesn't do shit with it. I'm just looking like, man, what the fuck? It doesn't make any sense. Apparently, he's beefing with Aftermath right now. He's clearly. Because he's like, why the fuck y'all don't put my shit out? So, yeah, dude is nice. And Dre dropped the ball again with an artist. John Carter is my most disappointing. Who you got? Oh, mine is very easy. Uh, It's Vic Mensa. And it's Vic Mensa for a number of reasons. Uh, Vic Mensa, if people don't realize, he was a hot young artist that Jay and Kanye beefed, up, had a bidding war about. Yep. I mean, Jay and Kanye West, Jay-Z and Kanye West, had a bidding war over Vic Mensa. So that should tell you everything you need to know about what kind of talent this kid is. So Vic Mensa uh, came out with a, a project that I really like, um, when, uh, especially the one he talked about, the Laquan McDonald uh, doc. I mean, 16 uh, Shots. Uh, case, yeah. I love that whole project. It, he's, he was very personal. And even I liked his uh, album, the autobiography. I like both of those. But... He took a turn, <laughs> and he started wanting to go this punk rock lane, and I don't know. I don't. I don't understand. I don't know what it is. I, I don't get it. I mean, none of us do. Trust me. <laughs> it's just like it's so much potential in him. Even the project when he rapped for real, like the last one when he had the the weird cover, the he was EP rapping. Yeah. He really could rap, but then he dropped one song that sounded like some. I don't know what it was. Yeah, it wasn't did, rap. He did the rock and roll cranberries yeah, remake yeah. and so, shit. We 100% have to address everybody that's yelling at us through their speakers right now about Rich Homie Quan and why he's not y'all's pick. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, do, I did it because I based mine off talent. Big Mensa was top two talent on this. Mm-hmm. Easily top two talent on this list. That's why. Yeah, go ahead. Why would you, why would you pick him? Nah, uh, I, I mean. I feel like he was the most successful person on this list when it came out. Yeah, nah, and I agree. Like you said, he he had the hits. Mm-hmm. He had the rich gang affiliation. That was before Birdman had gotten <laughs> sued by everybody in the rap game. No, it was it was right during the time. Because <laughs> this is a consistent thing that happens. So the thing the thing about Rich Hobbin Quan here in Atlanta, he was signed to a guy named Fly. T I G. Yeah, he um he fucked up the the relationship. He, I th- I want to say his dad uh got into it with them or some managed. It was some quarrel. Didn't he shoot his dad? About Rich Hobbin Quan. Oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. It was. I think somebody shot at his dad. That's what it was. I think. Um, but it was some dispute, and uh, ever since that happened, it, let me tell you, because that summer when that mixtape came out, when his which, which one? Kwan mixtape. Um, I forget the name of yeah. it. Somebody. Um, 
I heard that everywhere from DC to Atlanta. That that was banging. Yeah. Um. So I mean, he had management disputes, and ever since then, it, it went also the, he the game argue. caught up to his style too, though. Because yeah, he I was, was early, say, he would argue, style. he would early. argue that everybody has taken off with his style. Like, now that's possible. He's got a legitimate beef, people, though. But he got it from uh, what's that guy's name that he got it from? Ahead of it, you talking about Travis Porter? Nah, that ride here. No. Uh, what's the dude he used to hang with all the time? Johnny Cinco? Yeah, that guy. Well, no, nah. no, nah, nah, the one the young LA used to hang with too. What's that guy's name? Jay Money. Jay Money. They would argue that Jay Money had started that before Rich Homie going. Hey, but you hear my Atlanta rap uh, knowledge right yeah, there on Jay top Money. of the dome? Jay Money had a little that? diss. He had a little diss about Rich Homie, I believe. Yeah, and it went nowhere. Clearly. Well, yeah, because uh, Rich Homie blew up. <laughs> the the mixtape was, I promise I would never stop. That shit was fire. I heard. Yes. I now, haven't listened, though. Yeah. Secondly, before we move on, August Alcino? That's disappointing, too, because he Very. had a nice start. Why was he even on his list? That's, well, he, oh, was, well, he was good then. No, nah, he was popping. I don't know why. R&B it's two R&B. Yeah. Why are they on the list? They trying to switch it up. They try to add some flavor. Awesome. Yeah, he, yes. went, he went crazy. He needs help. I, I will say, moving <laughs> on, ironically, to the most surprising, I was going to say Ty Dolla Sign, because I looked at him as just like oh, a hook guy. <laughs> yeah, read your list. <laughs> um, I would say Ty Dolla Sign, I was surprised when I listened to his album and shit to hear how talented he was. Oh, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just, of I all just, of these people, I think that he's perfected his lane yes, the most. Like, I can respect yeah. that. He's this the most consistent. It's so good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And those Beach House tapes, those those got nice vibes on them. Like, he's a talented dude, but I didn't look at him like that. I just looked at him like the, he's going to be the new club hook guy for the next three years. No, and that was it. But I was sadly mistaken. Like, Ty Dolla Sign is talented yeah, as cold. fuck. Yeah. So that that's definitely a, a, was a surprising person on this list for me. Who was most surprising Shout out to you? Horses in the Stable. That's a great song. <laughs> I was surprised that he was on Taylor Gang. I didn't know that at all. Oh, yeah, know. most yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's weird, boy. Most surprising on this list to me. Dramatic pause. Um, I'm going to say Lil Bibby. Mm. Uh, because I felt like that Lil Bibby was going to be a new sound out of Chicago. He he was, he wasn't really drill, but it wasn't no soft shit either. And he had a look to go with him as to what like the ladies would like him. I felt like that he was a an exceptional, you know what I'm saying, artist to be coming out of Chicago in comparison to a Chief Keef or Lil Durk. Right, right. Like right. he was a better rapper than those guys. Actually, I feel like he's a better rapper than Herbo even. That's disrespectful. Uh, but I, I, I don't know why if at some point he stopped like liking it and stopped going through with it. So I'm surprised that he isn't still on right now because in my opinion, he was one of the more talented Chicago artists offering a different style while still keeping it Chicago. Yeah. So I'm surprised that he's not in a different place right he now. He cold. But he is managing or his Juice World is signed to him as we spoke of earlier on another episode. So I guess he just, he getting that bag. So yeah. you're surprised and disappointed? Both. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm disappointed in them too. I expected a lot more. Yeah, like yeah. I said, I could go with a gang of people on here that I'm yeah. disappointed in. Um, who you got? You got a surprising person on here? Um, yeah, um, I like Kevin Gates. I'm surprised he's lasted as long as he has. Mm, really? Yeah, um, because he had a very regional sound um, when he came out. Like I said, I fuck with it, but I didn't think it would reach the masses the way it did. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy for him. Um, yeah. Um, and I also surprised because he was in and out of jail. Didn't think he would be. You know? Yeah, for sure. And after that case, when he kicked him, I was like, oh my God, he got arrested here. He got arraigned here. Got to ship him back, expedite him back to Chicago. I thought it was over for him. Right. Um, but he's lasted, and um, so I'm surprised in a good way for Kevin Gates. I like Kevin Gates. I remember when we first heard that Luca Bryson, I heard him rap and sing both effectively. And I was like, he's like a street version a of Drake. like a Drake type. You know what I'm saying? Like he could kind of feel that lane. If he wanted to, the mu- he's he's one of those artists that I feel like has been cursed by that first project that got him on, which was that Luca Bronzi, because in my opinion, that's his best. Yeah. So everything else since then has been slightly downhill. So that's tough to live up to. Uh, but I'm also disappointed. I'm, excuse me. I'm also surprised that Isaiah Rashadi made this list. Like, dude, is some slow. Here go the Isaiah Rashadi. Like, I don't know how he's got a record deal. What I don't are you know what. About? Isaiah Rashad from TDE is some slaw. He can rap. He's no, he definitely can't. Okay. Bro, he no, can he's rap, not bro. even okay. Yeah, he I know we're trying to be nice. Shout out to Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's he from Chattanooga. Chattanooga. I don't want to shit on anybody out here trying to make a living making music, but let's be all the way honest with rap. ourselves. You don't like his album I at like all? His style. Nice. The Sun's tirade. That's just fucking good. I like, the, I like the mood he and the rap, style man. that he presents. And did you know different. Did you know he wanted to be a preacher before he was a rapper? He should have went that route. Nah, nah man. He's he probably a better preacher than rapper. He can rap, man. I, I remember listening can't. to his project, and I was thoroughly surprised. 
Bro, he's some slaw, bro. That's why he ain't been put out since. He hasn't put anything out since, bro. He's been he when he's on the tour. Like, dude, they're not fucking with dude right now. Tour, bro. But you don't know what goes on behind the scenes. We don't know if it's it's business related. We don't know that. But I'm, as far as as far as talent, he has talent. I know what goes on last in the public month, eye, which last is bad month, music. He was snippets from his unreleased album. To who? A on little fucking Instagram. Starbucks on his Instagram. Man, bro, you bro, that, to 19 followers? Hey, hey, he don't make good music, bro. bro like, and I'm sh- I'm shocked that he signed a TDE. I'm gonna keep it on it, bro. It's good to me. That's crazy. Yeah, I like him. I like Isaiah Rashad. Yeah, I like I've came too. around on him. I, I like his style. I like the, you know this that whole lane and the tempo that he has. I'm here for that. <laughs> Whole tempo right there. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna uh, go listen to that album again. You yeah, listen, you you'll turn that shit off by the time you get to the stop sign. Big flexing. Um, y'all let us know, guys. Go to Facebook, find the rap chat group. Let us know who's the most successful, your most disappointing, and your most surprising artist from this list. Who would you pick to make a song right now if you had to pick two of these? Man, it's rough because I feel like they're all equally, well, with the exception of a few, the ones that are completely disappeared. They're all, like, if you took Chance away, who's the most commercially biggest artist on this list right now today? Commercially biggest? Probably Gates and, and, and Ty. Yeah, it'll be Ty Dolla Sign. I think Vic See what is, I'm, is up there, too. Uh, no. <laughs> commercially, you're a big label, have money behind them. Bro, it's a it's a 10-way tie after you get past Chance and... Gates Chance and Gates, and then Ty Dolla Sign. No, Ty Dolla Sign bigger than Kevin Gates. I, I'm confused at what y'all talking. I would say, I, I would <laughs> say, the y'all talking about? I would say like equal footing. No, hell no. Yeah, Ty Dolla Sign no. ain't got no solo hit though, bro. Singing yeah. on Janae Aiko hook and shit. No, that don't. You need to go uh, <laughs> listen again, sir. <laughs> if Ty Dolla Sign would be on a tour, people would go see him before Gates. That's a fact. That's not true. He's going to tour. That's not true at all. Yes, That's it a toss is. up. Um, you got a second music break for us, man. Who we got? I do, man. Man, man shout out to the whole DMV. Uh, my one of my mo- my favorite artists, who's severely underrated. Uh, that boy Wale he has a new song, Gemini Two Sides. Check it out. Is it a fairy tale? The fairest of them all, but you scary still. What I've never seen before is this composure you possess. Poise getting coins, but you know that you the shit. Though you always on the fence with me. Gemini woman to switch up the vibe with you. Don't try holding her hand, she probably high five. Her nigga try figure you out, but you kind of tricky. Ironic, you like attention, but hide your feelings. Ha, I'm a Virgo with trust that you's in high. Think that Mercury's fucking with you and I. Think that purposely flirting with you isn't working. I'm searching to find your person, you just hurt in my pride. Ride, my Gemini. Now, is you mine or a mirage? A Gemini's the only sign with double sides. So if she give it to me now, we'll be a Manon. One queen, two sides. One me, Usaya, old time. You a old vibe, we gon' both shine. Gemini, yeah, one queen, two sides. One me, Usaya, old time. You a old vibe, we gon' both shine. My Gemini. And smile at all of your friends Suppress whatever troubles you Cause you bothered with this I guess some other time I can try and make it legit But I am chasing a twin That would rather chase a career If it's love I respect Man we are back That was Wale with Gemini Two sides How you feel about it? I mean it's Wale for me uh, I, I'm not really moved by Hater Wale's alert. music Hater at, alert. at all, so I just it was what it was. It's not like another Wale song to me. No, that was a good record though. I'm not gonna Very lie. Like, and he's quiet as kept. Been putting out some solid yes, Lucy records yes, these last has. eight months, though. Yes, Real low key. Yes, he has. Give my nigga his props, man. No, nah, he has. Real, I'm not gonna flex. Wale can really see Wale has his own lane, and he can really rap. Like, yeah, no, he can. I don't I, think I get, it why, I get it why people don't like him sometimes because he can be, you know, arrogant to the media, asshole. I get that, but let's not. The talent is there, and this this is proof in the motherfucking pudding. So you're looking forward to that album, is what you're saying? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Wale a talented guy. Um, let's uh take it to the West Coast question of the day. T.I. Man, the King is bringing his Trap Music Museum to the City of Angels, June 20th to June 22nd. There will be a little trap house pop-up shop for the SoCal residents. I think it's going on while the BET experience is popping off. Great idea. Uh, features will include Pusha T's interactive barcode, Gucci's Trap Kitchen, and a 3D rendition of Future's Dirty Sprite 2 cover. Hey. Uh, should T.I. get more props for the museum concept? I mean, I, I think he gets ample uh, credit for it. I think that, you know, 
the blurb comes out about it. People say it's cool. They go, they check it out. It's still open here in Atlanta. Yep. So I think he gets ample credit for for what he's done for it. Uh, he he needs to get this idea is genius, like straight up. And I know Two Chains is kicking his ass every. He's kicking himself in the ass every time he rides by that shit. And there's the line is outside. That line it still be a line outside Friday night if you ride by the Trap Music Museum, mm-hmm. which is I'm shocked at that. Like if you'd have told me that in October. I wouldn't have believed you. I'd have right. been like the novelty would have worn off. You know what I'm saying? Like it would have been it'd been cute for like a little two month pop up. And they don't even change it. That's what that's I'm saying. Thing. No, I'm saying they took down Kodak Black. That's it. Well, thank God. <laughs> uh, Unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, keep your head though up. Keep your head up though, uh, Kodak. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, Ti does not get enough credit nah. for a lot of things. I mean, this man makes moves. We had we talked about this in the group chat. I, I forgot what the question was, but I said it. Film, music. Clothing, Ti has done all of that. You can leave clothing out though. The, uh, the, the question uh, was, who's the most successful artist from Atlanta? What do you mean? That was the question. question in the group chat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it's Ti. So what I'm saying is that it's ludicrous. He no fuck, it's not. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it's not at all. Those Fast and Furious uh, checks say different. That, yeah, that's nothing. It's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, for as far as impact, uh, Ti has done it all, and this is just another layer of what he's done, not only for Atlanta. But for his legacy, and uh, he, you know, come on, man, the odds were against this man, and he turned around. This is look, look what he's done. <laughs> Thank you, Atlanta you ambassador. Like he's yeah, um, he's a king. Nah, nah, this this idea dope as fuck, though. Like yeah. I, I can't even front. Yeah. The museum is dope. If you haven't been, I actually suggest you go. Like it's pretty sweet. Um, and I think it's cool to take this on the road, though. I'm surprised that they haven't done this earlier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, take it to the West Coast, maybe take it to like Miami or something, New York possibly when it get hot. Um, I think that that'd be a, that's a good idea, man. Yeah, the whole team yeah. over there. Shout out to James. He went to Tennessee State. He over there. Shout out to oh, James. That's what's up. T T T S S S U. And your girl that won that contest. She over there too. Oh, fuck, man. I, <laughs> I'm beefing with her. You right ate now. up. Yeah, I'm hot at her. Is that the one who helped you? Love her. Yeah, she kept me out. I do <laughs> love. I do you love. You used to love her. Yeah. Um, what we got, man? New music out and new music dropping. Do we got anything to look forward to? I hope so. Uh, yes, we do. Supposedly. Uh oh. <laughs> Uzi is supposed to come out this Friday. Eternal that, take. That's what they're saying. Um, we have, I don't know who this is, Marlon Kraft with Funhouse Mirror is supposed to come out. Never um, yeah, I don't, I don't know who that is either. Uh, but that's all. Uzi is supposed to be the biggest this weekend or this Friday. This you got Lil Nas X fucked up. He dropping his EP Friday. Lil Nas X. I got is him the EP fucked up. coming out Friday? Uh-huh. Seven, right? Yeah, seven. Well, there you go. Y'all got yeah, yeah, put Nas some respect X, on his name. Nas X don't have to make another song for the rest of his life. <laughs> Probably <honest>. not. <laughs> so don't let him have another one on this yeah, project. I hope he does. I, you know, I'm wish, wish, uh, wishing him the best. Uh, last week, uh, that Gold Link came out. That Diaspora, that's a good project. Don't sleep on that, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, John Gene Do uh, with Empathy came out as well. What y'all think about the Drake tracks? Um, before you get there, y'all check out Flea Lord. Gets greater later from Griselda. What's his name? Mm. Flea Lord. What the fuck? <laughs> These niggas' names are trash. That's wild. But, Flea uh, Lord? Ripping this. He on some sort of I saw Griselda. it on your IG today. On some sort of Griselda type shit. He's he, he killing it. So if y'all y'all want to hear that, check that out. Um, okay. I like the Drake tracks. I ain't listen. I ain't like the Ross one, but I like the other. I one. was about to say, there's no way you like both of them. No. Yeah, the Ross one is a throwaway like to me. What? When uh, it, it, it's a it's a throwaway, but it's not some slaw. Right? I didn't say it was slaw. Yeah. Oh, okay, just, nah, that's cool. fair. Some little cool. I that, know what y'all say. That's fair. The first uh, track was hard though. He was ripping yeah, it. Yeah, that'll mark. Oh yeah. fine. that's fire right there. Uh, he did the Biggie flow. I'm he sure did. Got to shout out to the young Jewish guy. <laughs> does his thing. The goat. Um, uh, no, uh, but we talk about those Drake tracks. These Dreamville tracks are also equally fire. That's true. Uh, the, I love the group track. And a shout out to Dreezy. She killed her. She did. Um, shout out another Ty Dollar Sign feature. <laughs> He's everywhere. <laughs> in case you didn't know. <laughs> uh, so I mean, let's get in. Uh, and shout out to it. Like I said, uh, Johnny Venus. He ripped his. If you're on a track with Cole and I say you have the best verse better than Cole, you ripped it. Mm. And uh, Johnny Venus killed his verse. I mean, Cole falling off. Mm. Um, um, shout out your boy. Who that? Votto. He dropped the tape. You always going to oh listen to the God. new Votto. Votto be having them beats, though. He got two songs on there that bang. I told you. Yeah, like, he, uh, nobody he got will hear. banging ass songs on there, so check out Votto. Nobody will hear that. And Not check true. out that uh, late February about Bobby Fino, a.k.a. Arian Foster. His mm. last one was really good. We did some songs off that. That's I heard, I heard that Bobby Fino was banging though. Banging. I heard it was. I, he, he picks what? a good lane that he stays in and raps about where you can listen to him being an ex football player. You don't like his music though. I, I don't I can't I can't get with this banging and you just said Wale is okay. 
I don't. I don't like what I like. Oh, man. What's up? What's how's it banging? What's what banging? Mean? What's banging? It's probably What's above banging? I like the mood. Though. I like the style. I don't like Wale, so I don't. Oh, okay. I, I don't so listen biased. to Wale's music. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, of course, everybody's biased in what they like. If you sit here and say if somebody you're has talent, they have talent. <laughs> I don't like Steph Curry. I know the motherfucker got talent. <laughs> Who denied he had talent though? <laughs> Who denied he had talent? But you just said this was banging. It can't yes. be better than Wale. How do you know? You have to listen to the first, though. You ain't heard it. His name is Fino. (laughs) (laughs) His name is Arian Foster. That's exactly that. How about you tell him you don't like it? How about that? I can tell anybody I don't like something. I'd love to see the end of that. (laughs) You gonna hit me? You curled up in a pretzel. (laughs) Don't hit me. I hope so. I want so. I want to check. (laughs) (laughs) Hit me any day. Arian fucking Foster. I'm gonna check check it out. I'm gonna see how banging it is. You come back next. You're gonna come back next week and be like, I was wrong. What do you say in the group chat? Uh, I, I have an I amendment. Stand I stand corrected. Amendment. That Bobby Fino yeah, was banging. I can stand corrected. I, see, I don't have a problem. That's growth. <laughs> Keep Shout growing. Shout out to J-Ho. Keep growing, nigga. <laughs> Keep growing. Uh, what you got on deck for the weekend? Uh, I'm slow motion recovering from 300, man. Uh, man. Trying to get everything back situation. Situated. But I'm um, chilling. What you got? Um, I'll be in the you movies. see Shaft, ain't you? I'll be in that Shaft. Shout out my guy Samuel L. I'll see what that's hitting on, man. It look kind of funny, though. It look real. funny enough to be a red box movie. It looks funny enough to use my AMC on, movie uh, pass. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, you know. So I'm milking at the death. What you got on there? I have no idea. Nothing? Gonna roll with the punches this weekend. No Miami trips? Nah, I'm good on Miami <laughs> for about a year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, y'all do us a favor. Uh, for, well, first of all, thank no, you again to everyone that came out to the 300 show. Thank you again for everybody that watched online. Thank yep. you again for everybody that reached out that couldn't make it but wanted to come. You guys that came and made it out, you are the on-deckers of the week. We Absolutely. appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming out. The next time we have one, we'll make sure that you're fully informed and can make it there, too, for the people that didn't make it. Uh, thank everybody for support over the last 300 episodes. Coming yeah, to a city near you. Yeah, we love you guys. Support the real. Two E's. Absolutely. Hey, man. Uh, iTunes, leave us a comment. Um, give us five stars, man. We appreciate that. We want to get to 300 ratings. And subscribe Ooh, on shit. YouTube. Ooh, YouTube.com slash On Deck TV podcast. Yes. That's something special for a special subscriber. If I know who you are, subscribe. There you go. You got something special coming from Me Too Extra. Yeah, that's right. See y'all next Shout week. Out to the yeah. <laughs> good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.